0: When you're licked
1: You know, I'm thinking that one should have gone on our last show With all the aural stuff going on And everything, you know <laughs> You know,
0: it's, it's all in the timing, man It's all in the
1: timing Welcome t- in, friends <laughs> <laughs> Off to a rollicking start already <laughs> <laughs> And why not? It's number 99 The pre-centennial show Mr. Keynes, And uh, we are Staring up at the very nose hairs of the Big 100th Show as we speak.
0: Yeah, and uh, uh, speaking of that, uh, what's what's up with...
1: Soon, Mr. Keynes. Soon. All things will be revealed soon. But first, once again, welcome in, friends, to this, the 99th episode of Fusebox, entitled The Here and Now. Cleverly spelled with a... salt in there. Nothing gets by you, sir. Not one thing. Yes, the show's title is spelled H-E-A-R because, well, it was misspelled and it's too late to change it. I am your Does This Taste Like Poison to You? host, Mark Rose. And that over there, in his uh, powder blue jumpsuit with the ever-so-stylish gold lame trim, is the deacon of decibels himself... Milk Canes, everybody.
0: Man, you're gonna kill my radio image. There is no gold lame on this jumpsuit. A little faux mink trim, maybe.
1: Yes, yeah, always the fashion maverick, for sure. So,
0: uh, what's up with 100, man?
1: Okay, all right. So, so as you know, on uh, on the last show, I uh, I mentioned that I was having this meeting with a chap concerning that very thing: what to do for our 100th show. Well, the guy came through. Really? With what? Well, Bud Friedlock is the guy's name, and uh, he's a, well, what he does is he collects audio ephemera, you might say. Has quite the stash of uh, audio curiosities, actually, uh, ranging from like uh, uh, Oval Office discussions with Nixon and Agnew. Once thought erased my by uh, Rosemary Woods? No. All the way to uh, rehearsal tapes from a very little-known band from Liverpool in the 1960s. Holy
0: shit, he's got Gary and the Pacemakers checks.
1: Uh, no. No, no. The the other band from around there. So what's he got? Well, Mr. Keynes, and this is what I thought would make 100 extra special. I, I figured we just... All get together and listen to it without previewing it or advance preparation and just take the ride What?
0: Wait, you you mean listen to this thing without knowing if there's anything on it? Oh
1: no, no, there's something on it Uh, Bud confirmed that and said the uh, Fidelity was okay considering the vintage And that the reels had been um, stored in a box labeled kitchen for a long, long time, but uh, I'm I'm really excited by this prospect. I I mean, it's it's gonna be great fun, man. Uh, well,
0: I, I I don't know, man. You got a plan B in case this thing goes sideways and the tape crumbles into sand before we even get a chance to thread it up.
1: Yeah, but this is gonna work out great. So so I'm jazzed about finding this thing. Really,
0: you're not gonna tell me what it is,
1: though. No, no. I want you to be as surprised as I was to to uh, discover this thing. And uh, I asked our uh, partner in audio crime here uh, to join us for that too, Jeff Pollard. So he'll be here uh, as well for that uh, unveiling. Great.
0: Well, you better eat your Wheaties that day, amigo, because uh, if this thing goes down like the Hindenburg... I will be forced to clean your clock, and I bet I can get old Pollard to join in the fun and games, too.
1: (laughs) Not to worry. I am confident this will be amazing, and I promise you it will be unforgettable, truly.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of.
1: Remember to send your name suggestion for Milt's Cocktail to milt at thefuseboxshow.com. The winner will be selected and announced on September 12th on Fusebox number 101. Yes, friends, to uh, further the redundancy rate on this promotion, please feel free to send... Your drink name ideas to us here at Fusebox As we are giving away a wonderful little trinket From the Fusebox store to the best name Submitted for uh, Milt's favorite beverage The Yoohoo and Vodka concoction he so adores <laughs> And uh, send all those their name suggestions to Milt, M-I-L-T, at TheFuseBoxShow.com Thanks Don't mention it We'll be picking the lucky winner on our show number 101 Which runs September 12th Which means you still got some time to get uh, those into us But please, don't delay Prices subject to availability Your actual mileage may vary Some objects are closer than they appear Do not use if handling pangolins or other scaly mammals So, uh, speaking of the risks of audio Did you happen to see this piece in the news?
0: A high probability I did
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> Act of purist optimism. Uh, a man wearing a mask and hood entered a Wisconsin radio station early Sunday morning and opened fire on the three disc jockeys in the broadcast studio. WORT-FM, a radio station based in Madison, Wisconsin, said uh, in a statement that witnesses said, Five gunshots were fired Injuring one DJ in the buttocks And shattering the glass between studios What? Yeah The injured uh, DJ was transported to the hospital With non-life-threatening injuries And later discharged Uh, No major injuries were reported And no arrest uh, has been made in the case Uh, A motive for the shooting was still unknown And it's unclear how the assailant entered the building You see? You see what I'm saying? Radio is a dangerous business, man. You can get shot in the ass for playing the wrong song sometimes, you know? Uh, WORT is a uh, non-commercial community radio station and probably, as many have around the country, tweaked somebody off uh, a time or two or nine. You know, I mean, you you serve the community and that community is made up of uh, lots of varying opinions and often... Oftentimes, those opinions, they just don't play nice together.
0: You know, this kind of reminds me of the time in Amarillo when some gal locked herself in the air studio with 12 cans of hairspray and a barbecue lighter and said she'd torch the place if we didn't agree to play ABBA all day, every day.
1: (laughs) What? In In Texas? Yes,
0: sir. She was about as round as a seventy-five pacer, and was damn serious about the programming change, man.
1: Holy carp!
0: Yeah, made the news and everything.
1: Abba, all day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thing is, this was a sports talk station, so that idea didn't float with management too well at all.
1: So how did they get her out of there?
0: Well, I did what the most station owners do—they lied. <laughs> What? (laughs) Yeah. The program director went over to the FM side and grabbed a few ABBA carts and fired them up from the other control room and let them play for about an hour. Before the gal was convinced, they actually did make the change and came out to then, of course, be uh, quickly escorted off the premises by uh, Amarillo's finest.
1: So, like, the sports talk audience was treated to ABBA's hits for an hour? (laughs) Nah.
0: They never heard the change at all. The PD pumped the feed only into the room she was in. She never knew the difference. (laughs) They also turned the AC off during the last half hour, so she was getting pretty damp in there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Just wow. (laughs) But speaking of, you know what? I have never asked you this before. But how did you...
0: I had no idea. It, it wasn't my fault, man. She said she was 18. What? Oh. Oh, ne- never mind.
1: <laughs> uh, no, what I wondered was, how, how did you get into this radio thing in the first place? Oh,
0: oh. Oh, well, that that's uh, that, that's an easy one. I, I got into radio because, uh, well, I figured I could score free concert tickets and backstage passes. Really? Yeah. That, and I could always pretend to be, you know, in the band to get groupies and shit.
1: How glamorous. There's, like, no crazed obsession with the medium or the power of communication, or... Hell no. Who cares?
0: (laughs) Now, admittedly, later, it kind of developed into something more meaningful, I guess, but uh, not at first.
1: You know, I feel so... so shattered. Here I am thinking that Little Milty was just this crazed and obsessed gearhead that just had to get into this radio thing for the significant contribution that you could make to the medium.
0: Well, we all have disappointments in our lives, and that is one of yours.
1: Alas. But uh, since we're talking about the uh, pre-centennial festivities and all of that grand stuff... I gotta say, probably the most asked question we get, uh, without a doubt, is is how do we come up with these show ideas? Because because let's face it, it's a challenge to do a show. It's not an easy thing at all. Believe me, and trying to find interesting topics to discuss, or um, you know, insightful guests to interview, or coming up with entertaining and hopefully funny. Uh, comedy bits or sketches isn't uh, an easy task to undertake for even one show Let alone 100 shows So we thought it might be uh, interesting for you folks out there listening Who uh, who also might be wondering how a show comes together If we uh, recorded and uh, played for you a typical creative meeting Between uh, the three co-producers of the show Milt, Jeff Pollard, and myself So you can... Well you know, see how we do what we do. Oh, oh yeah. All righty, so uh, okay, hey, show number one hundred Does anybody have any brilliant ideas about what we should do? Yeah. Let's do the show naked. You're an idiot. And there you have it, folks. A behind-the-scenes glimpse into just how we come up with ideas for our show.
0: Definitely one of our better
1: creative meetings. You know, some actually may wonder how this show came to be in the first place.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've woken up screaming a few times
1: thinking about that. Yes. Well, as our uh, colleague Jeff Pollard is uh, keen to say, uh, this was not my first rodeo friends. in uh, creating the idea for the show. I had taken copious notes from uh, the prior internet and uh, broadcast radio experiences back in... uh, Oh, the 90s and in uh, 2005 when uh, we had that uh, now nearly infamous Area 51 show back during the dawn of podcasting. Now, that was a very fun experience. And uh, many of the folks you hear on this program now joined us for the merriment back then on uh, Area 51. And for some reason, they still talk to me. But A51 was uh, not without its political... uh, Struggles and foment along the way And uh, it faded in late uh, 2006 If I recall correctly But we had a nice little run there And we were in the top ten pretty much all the time Of the comedy podcast
0: Do you have any of those shows?
1: Um, well, here's the deal See, I was mainly responsible for producing the bits That were in the shows And I, I wasn't hosting the show those duties fell to Scott Campbell and Bobby Black Who would routinely d- do their recordings from like a, a live location Like a coffee shop or cafe or some such thing So uh, the final show assembly and uh, and posting and all that Was done down in Florida by a terrific chap Named uh, J.R. Sanson Who was uh, just a prince of a guy You know what I'm saying? Did he like purple? I don't know He was a quiet type so consequently, I don't have any of the actual uh, assembled shows. And I'm not sure our buddy JR does either by now, but uh, I do have all the bits and segment headers and bumpers and stuff that uh, I designed for that show. And somewhere out there in the archive is an air check of the broadcast radio version of that show we did from like 1997 or oh,
0: so that's it You're gonna play an air check of the old A51 show For the hundredth, aren't you? No Crap
1: So I can in all honesty say that the reason I created this show, Fusebox Was, uh, as personal therapy
0: Yeah, you, you've, uh, you've said that Well, the uh, first time I came in You said that uh, this thing was like a, a Kind of therapy for you And, uh, and, and uh, why was that?
1: Well, you know, as, uh Many may know, as a job, I work in what is uh, commonly referred to as audio post-production and uh, have for decades now. I have a company called Fuse. And uh, for the longest time, the only truly creative vent I had was uh, when a piece of animation came in that uh, needed the the full course treatment, you know. And uh, that would be glorious for a while, but then once it was done you know, you're back to the more usual fare. Now, that's no less important, mind you, but uh, a lot less creatively challenging. So, uh, uh, around, I don't know, 2015, things were getting a bit thin work-wise, friends. It was really quiet some days, and it uh, it got me to thinking that I needed something to keep my chops as well as my spirits up. And, uh... I, it, And I got to say, through all of these years, going back as far as uh, 2005, when I first discovered uh, his show, I'd been listening to The Overnightscape, hosted by our uh, intrepid channelmeister here, Frank Edward Nora. Never stopped listening. Uh, Even when I was long out of the podcasting thing, I would still listen to Frank ramble on about the Fabric of the Universe and other interesting morsels of thought. And I. then it dawned on me that maybe I could do one of these things. At first I thought, what the hell would I talk about that anybody would find the least bit interesting or entertaining? And then I thought, well, you know what? Let me just take step one. I'll reach out to Frank and inquire as to whether he would even be open to hearing a sample show. Which... Uh, as it turns out uh, he was and uh, then I I promptly set the wheels in motion and put together the uh, first fuse box show entitled uh, Ignition
0: (laughs) I remember that day you had another guy in here first but uh, he didn't work out And and I'm thinking how hard can this be I mean it's not live you have plenty of time to get it right and
1: they can't see you my kind of show no, man, you were a godsend, Milt Oh, thanks, man No, really I, I had uh, a lot to think about in terms of, you know, the show flow and content And then that whole post-production show management thing Which, you know, I had never done before So so I was uh, delighted to have your help And also that as time went along You you became a truly valuable content provider here Really I know this because Jeff told me so. <laughs> no, seriously. There have been uh, there have been some wonderful moments here, and I think it's really interesting uh, to watch our relationship change over the course of that first year.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I didn't really know how far to go. You know, I'm coming in here thinking I- I- I'm just gonna play it mellow until I see how this boat floats. And if it starts taking on water, I'll
1: bail. saw what you did there.
0: And uh, Pollard?
1: Yeah, another wonderful asset to this shindig. Now, I'd known Jeff for years, and uh, I told him that I was going to do this thing, and I was in the process of uh, mapping it out, and uh, and asked maybe, hey, do you want to do a character or two or nine? And he said, uh, hell no, get away from me and take that stinking pocket squirrel out of my face. Yeah! Luckily, he did not say that. But instead, after hearing one or two shows, said, Hey, would you like me to help with the uh, brand identity of this show? Because that's what he does. He's an identity guy, right? And having a show with a distinctive look was really crucial and uh, important to me. So I said, hell no, I'll get somebody on Fiverr. Of course, I said, have at it. And uh, Yeah,
0: I noticed that right away. I mean, uh, the show had a... Toed right from the start And I dubbed the faces All looking at you
1: Yep, Yeah, that was Jeff's idea To uh, always have eye contact with the viewer It's one of the many little uh, Brand artifacts If I can coin a term You can,
0: but we'll be slapped promptly
1: Fair enough Then uh, Jeff took a swing at uh, Writing some bits for the show Which uh, have uh, turned out fabulous In my uh, humble opinion nation and the rest, as they say, is history. Or maybe your-story. your, story. your story. I saw what you did there, but sadly, wish I hadn't.
0: I call them as I see them.
1: And uh, speaking of bits, one of our biggest, uh, stars <laughs> is coming up now. Another grand piano-sized adventure <laughs> with Timo. Let's listen in, shall we? It's
2: Timo's World Timo. Oh, goody. It's time for Timo to upgrade his operating system. Won't that be fun?
0: Then have your
2: lovely lady or Ladies, oil your thighs thoroughly, because oily thighs are happy thighs, if you catch my drift. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about sniffing her gym socks. Mm -hmm. Socks. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, sir, I'll get to the bottom of this right away. Miss hmm? Bendover, come into my office now. Right away, Miss Sternmelons. You wanted to see me, Miss Sternmelons? You were late again today, Miss Bendover, and you must be severely punished.
0: Oh, Miss Sternmelons, not another
2: spanking.
0: Oh, ah! <laughs>
1: Giddy and gloriously goofy good day to you friends
0: and uh, hmm?
2: Hello and thank you for purchasing your IKEA ProMod 3X Data Matrix Deluxe computer. This automated alert is to inform you that you're currently running outdated operating system software, and it's now time for an upgrade. (laughs) So, let's get started, shall we? Here at IKEA, we believe in making do-it-yourself projects as simply complicated and easy to unfollow as possible. So, to upgrade your old Pangolin OS, to the brand new older, obese, and flatulent aardvark operating system, simply use the tab cap lock shift clear control option reverse entering purgatory keystroke using both hands and your left foot to execute. Now, gigaflop the Flavicon adware to establish your hexadecimal HDD index. Your bandwidth data fragment Linux cake saucer is now ready to keylog the waveform which you access in excess with no success by virtualization with the quad core. By repeating the Ten Commandments Sixth Sense Matrix, your OSBS is now SOS PDQ and is properly misaligned with the terabyte (laughs) bastard rapid partitioned inside the output device designated remote incest and second-order storage refresh. In order to maximize the minimum-maximum light balance of the target disk mode taskbar, ship the brick and pass the ammunition until she'll be coming round the mountain. Next, and not until before beginning the end, in the parallel post in order to engage the Yoda bite functions, non-functionality with a seventy-five percent chance of repercussions. There wasn't that easy. <laughs> But we're not done yet. (laughs) Simply restart your computer and the Aardvark operating system will be uploaded. Hello, and welcome to the IKEA Aardvark operating system. You are now ready to enjoy the latest in OS technology. But first, this automated alert is to inform you that you're currently running outdated operating system software, and it's now time for an upgrade. Hmm? Here at IKEA, we believe in making do-it-yourself projects as simply complicated and easy to unfollow as possible. Mm-hmm. So to upgrade your old no, Art uh, OS to the brand new, older, obtuse uh, no, and reluctant no, Art Park Plus operating no, no,
0: system, we get it. We did it. We no, it's never! It's the biggest! You know what, Nanny? Where is he? Nanny! Next Great!
2: Remember, IKEA offers free 24-hour-a-day technical support house calls. along with free kittens and tacos.
1: Always frustrates me, but I can't crash through walls and uh, wail like a banshee. Well,
0: I beg to differ. Get seven or nine of those pink fairies in you, and I bet you could melt concrete.
1: Green fairy. Green. And there would be way too much vomiting going on to melt anything. Really, if you had that many, you know? Well, maybe the aforementioned uh, jettison substance might have some dissolving properties, I suppose. But I digest. This has been a show, friends. The uh, pre-centennial edition of Fusebox will uh, pack up its bamboo ear horns and assorted pipe fittings and uh, ramble on down the road, but not without thanking our audaciously auditory assailants, Jody Lorimer, Sabra May, and Jeff Pollard. Thanks as well to the hyena of fashion. Hey now. <laughs> the always unflappable Milk Canes for technical assistance. An honor and a privilege. And thanks to you friends for pushing play on this edition of Fusebox and we invite you to subscribe, please, to this humble program wherever you may have uh, found it. And wherever it is, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, OnSug, or uh, a bevy of other places, unknown and unnamed. We so much appreciate uh, you. And remember, get your Name Milt's Drinks suggestions into us promptly, as uh, we will be announcing the winner on show 101 on uh, September 12th. And that is no joke. We're serious. It's for realsies, friends. Send them to milt at thefuseboxshow.com and, for dog's sake, don't miss our going-to-be-famous-really-soon 100th show next time. So, I have been your licking-the-floor-for-the-added-fiber host, Mark Rowe, saying, Until our next cartoon.